Hi, I'm David, and I thought a layup was something you do to fall asleep on an airplane. <laughs> I don't even get that one. Layup, like lay on the lay. Ah, uh, dude, that's bad. That's the air. worst joke yet. Hi. It's like a two would you one. let me do the intro? <laughs> Hi, I'm James, and I'm wearing a baseball jersey. And this is Personally Found. So, you know, sometimes in the world, there's news events that are just so important that I feel like we got to talk about them, even if they're not basketball related. Have you heard of the Zach Wilson debacle that's going on currently? I've seen it all over the place, and I don't get any of the jokes because I'm like, I, I, don't, I didn't look into the, I don't know what happened. Do you know who Zach Wilson is? He's a quarterback, right, for the Jets? Yes. So per- I just gathered this from the internet, you know. Yeah, from the things. memes. I like, I like getting yeah. my background information from memes, too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Zach Wilson's ex-girlfriend pretty much put a post on Twitter that he was fucking his mom's friends. Wait, wait, wait. What? His ex-girlfriend. Yeah. Posted something, uh, not on Twitter, on Instagram. I don't know what I said the first time. Pretty much saying that okay. Zach Wilson was fucking his mom's friends. Because she was getting a lot of shit because <laughs> she started dating one of his friends. They broke up. He started dating one Wait, of Wait, was she young? They're like the same age. Oh, okay. Or okay. the mom's friend? No, no, I meant her. Oh, no, no, no. They're, all, they're all like yeah. 22 or I don't know how old quarterbacks are. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I saw. No, not him. I'm talking about her. The girl? Yeah. No, the girl's the... The girl's his age, too. Age. They went to college together. Okay. And she, okay, they broke okay, up. Okay. He's, she started dating somebody else like that, she, that he was playing football with. So everyone was making fun yeah. of her. And she's like, well, he's the one that's fucking his mom's best friend. I think she thought it was an insult. <laughs> and the internet just was like, fuck yeah, Zach Wilson. That's not an insult at all. We love you. And I know this isn't basketball related, but the reason I want to bring it up is because this isn't really a basketball podcast. If anything... This is about fucking moms, this podcast, and we support that. I agree with that. If anything, I, I, the moral of this podcast is you should fuck moms. I agree with that 100%. I've, I've, been, on, I've, I've been on that train for a long time. You should see my search history. <laughs> you know? That's just, that's just something that, that's got to be said. I, you know? It's it just like... I feel like it's something that everyone, everyone loves moms. Everyone loves moms. Moms are the backbone of society. Yes. And, right? And a couple moms' backbones are sore because of Zach Wilson. <laughs> wait so it was his friends like his friends or her friends her f- mom's her friends his mom. mom's friends allegedly his friends mom no his mom's friends his mom's friends yeah oh wow that's weird actually. it is a little weird but i mean like i was i was thinking if it was his friends moms that'd be a little better would that Just be so better like, than your friends moms no because you can't be fucking your friends moms not- that's weird <laughs> But if your mom's no, got some hotties weird. that come around for brunch, they sometimes they need to smash in, dude. That's just how it is. And that's what the that's what this podcast is about, dude. Would you like a baguette with your samosa? You know, kind of thing? Not gonna that lie. A joke. I didn't get the joke. Like a, for the breakfast brunch, whatever. You what is a samosa? Isn't that the cookie? Isn't a samosa orange thing? No, that's a mimosa, you fucking non-alcoholic no, drinking a, loser. Not, <laughs> fucking nerd, dude. That's the, a samosa is the Girl also, Scout cookie. Samosa, no, no, I think a samosa is, a, is an Indian pastry with like potatoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. A samosa is also kind of a Girl Scout cookie. I don't think it's pronounced samosa. I think that's the Indian thing. You're right. We're so out of, out of touch here. Are we out of touch? Yeah, we're, we're all over the place. Yeah. I, but I'm... I'm going to say, I, I'm fully in support of this this movement, I'll tell you that. The mom fucking movement? Yeah. It's just funny. It's like, it's like how often do you, see, do you hear these stories? Never. I'm sure there's... I mean, yeah, how many quarterbacks out there are smashing moms? Probably every one. Probably every single one you has know? fucked a mom before. And, and this guy's getting heat for it? Or praise? Either no, way. he's getting praise. Way, see, I think... So this is the thing. So they all went to BYU. Zach Wilson and the yeah. cheerleader. Yeah, his yeah. ex-girlfriend. Um, so I feel like... They're not as, um, you know, they're a little bit more repressed out there. So I think she thought it yeah, was going to yeah. be like a dig, like to defend herself. She was like, oh, yeah, like yeah. what I did wasn't that bad because what, it, what he did was worse. And just like everyone reacted like we think, reacted. Do you think his mom knows? I don't know. Now she does. Oh, wait. Oh, now she knows. Yeah. The, even this developed. I, I wanted to bring this up earlier, but then I just saw something like 10 minutes ago that developed it even oh, more. Okay. So this whole the it? whole time he like never commented on it. You know, he wasn't a, he didn't say anything about it. 
and he posted on Instagram for the first time today. That was like a picture with all his, I don't know if it's a football team or just a bunch of his guy friends. They're at like some camp. Oh, I'm so upset. Like it, why? Well, I thought you were going to say I was going to picture with like a bunch of old or older women. No, 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 no. It's not better than that, but it is close. It's it's a (laughs) fire Instagram. It's like a bunch of his friends. Like, yeah. I didn't really look at the pictures, but it was it was multiple pictures. There were a bunch like they're at like a some kind of camp. I don't know if they're training or just like just relaxing by a lake or whatever. And he was just like the caption just said, like, great weekend with the boys at whatever camp. Like, um, yeah, yeah. had no cell service. What I missed. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Isn't that fucking great? He just dominated the Internet That's for three hilarious. days. And he comes back and says that. That's hilarious. Is he a good quarterback? Uh, I mean, he's on the Jets. Yeah, no, probably, probably not. not. No. <laughs> no. Wait, is he a rookie? Uh, I think this is going to be a second year. A second year player smashing moms? Yeah. I love to see it. That's what... <laughs> like, if it's Peyton Manning or something like that, you know? I mean, or Peyton like, Manning, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's, guy. like, probably 23. Peyton Manning, Peyton yeah, Manning exactly. is probably exclusively smashing moms. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's, he's you know, he, he seems like a Mormon, if we're being honest here. Uh, he seems like he only smashes his wife. That's what I mean. I think he has kids. That's that was kind of where I was getting at. Yeah, I wasn't yeah, saying yeah. he was out there cheating. It was in some Peyton Manning slander. Yeah. It was mostly <laughs> saying that you know, his wife is a mom. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. You know, what? I'm not gonna lie to you though. I had this uh, start to the podcast in mind, and uh, really no way to transition out. We're really another topic. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know if you actually. This is our. How about this? This is our tenth episode. This is our 10th episode. We're, we are literally, and I'm not even kidding. I saw this statistic the other day. Wait, so it, we are. Hold up. Is the, um, is the, uh, what is it called? The transition? What? Transition? Transition. No, what is like when, uh, segue. Segue. The segue is because the mom that Zach Wilson smashed is also a 10, and this is also our 10th episode. Ah, there you go. That, would have been worked, that joke would have been way better if I could have thought of the word. Just, yeah, yeah, I agree. I, agree. I stopped the whole but podcast yes, for that. All those moms were 10s. And this is our 10th episode. Okay. Perfect timing, Zach Wilson. Thank you for <laughs> leaking this, <laughs> this news. Yeah, this is our 10th episode, which means that we're halfway to being 1% of all podcasts, it turns out. This is a statistic. Halfway to that. 1%. Yeah, if, if, you, if you upload 21... Like top 1%? Yeah, yeah, top 1%. Not the bottom 1%? 1% of all podcasts. Huh. That n- have uploaded more than twenty-one episodes. It's like it's just like one of those things that people just you know do a few times and, and then stop. give up. Everyone has a podcast, but they've only done like a few episodes or whatever, and just like quit and they don't they don't stick to it. But we are on the grind and on the road to a hundred million <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> We're always gonna be on that road, dude. This is a long, long road. <laughs> this is a lo- that's what I'm saying. This is why. As long as you keep walking, you can never say that you're not going to make it to 100 million. So let's keep on walking. Let's keep on walking. What percentage of podcasters, uh, content-wise, do you think we are in quality of content? If we're almost at one percent in, uh, you know, an episode, we're halfway to one percent. We're halfway to one percent. But yeah, I'd say I'd say about the same. We're top one percent. I don't know. I bet you a lot of those podcasts that only had one or two is better content than us. No, no, no. no. <laughs> you know? In terms of wait, in terms of no, definitely not density. In terms of maybe in terms of content density, right? But we have a we have a we have how many hours of content now? Oh, I didn't We're mean I didn't, James. I didn't I didn't I didn't mean the uh, general. I didn't mean like the amount. I just meant like the quality of. No, that's what I mean. You, you have you could have two episodes of of a podcast and it just be really dense and really uh, good quality. But we have we definitely have more time, which means we have more quality. I don't know if that's true. I, I think we're hilarious, honestly. And TikTok, every time we upload a TikTok, they seem to agree. All right, well, I'll take it. We're almost there. One percenter club. Whoa, we should. That should be our merch. I've been trying to think of merch for people that know me in my personal life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One percenter club. That's all we should get. That's what it says on there. I I like that. That's fun. Or a hat. Speaking of the one percent, what? Right. I had a question for you. About actually about basketball since we ha- haven't talked about basketball yet. Hey, what? <laughs> Nothing. We're back on basketball, baby. That's why we're professional go. podcasters. So I saw this on I don't know what it was. It was just it was just uh, one of those questions that I saw. And I was like, I have to ask James this because it's one of those things 
top 1% of basketball players. These are three guys, three power forwards that are probably top 1% in their position. And uh, I don't know. I just thought they're all, all unique in their skill set, all completely different power forwards. And I, and I want to get your take on which one do you think ranks the highest all time. Okay. Are you ready? That was a very roundabout way to say that. But, yeah, I think I got it. Why, why, why? I don't know. You said a lot of words, and I feel like you didn't even say them. I'm a great talker. What do you want me to do? All right. Hit me. Dirk Wait, actually, before Charles you say Barkley. these, can I say something? What? I already said two of them. I, <laughs> I know, I know. You cut me. I was trying to get in there before you said. You cut me straight off. You the, cut me this straight is the off thing, though. Not, this I'm is my take on them all time before I even hear their names, is that they're okay. not ranked very high because power forward is a stupid position and it doesn't exist anymore. But proceed. Uh, <laughs> all right. Proceed. Whatever. <laughs> well, no, they're all players, though. I'm saying they're all, they all happen to be power forward. I know, you I, don't know have I know. To. All right, go yeah, on. Yeah. You don't have to categorize them. I'm just saying, whatever, James. This is a great question. Dirk Nowitzki, Charles Barkley, Karl Malone, who do you, who's ranked the highest? Karl Malone. Uh, Dirk. Carl. Really? I'm not going to really? lie. Um, in a segment, I don't want to uh, step on our our toes. Is that is that what it's <laughs> called? Step on a f- future yeah. segment. But it's something that's going to happen later yeah. today. Um, I'm going to make this clear. That basketball before when I was born, but not even really when I was born, like when I started watching it, which was like yeah, mid two thousands, doesn't really exist to me. So, yeah, I get, so I Dirk is that. the most person I, I don't even know. I, Charles Barkley, I only know from being fat on TV and getting made fun of by Shaq. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I think about my knowledge. Carl Malone, I've seen a couple highlights of him, like you know, hip thrusting people, knocking them over, dunking on people. But I have yeah, seen yeah, some. Yeah. Some uh, was it well, Barkley or Oakley? Seen him hip- what Barkley? Barkley? Barkley. Yeah, I've seen some highlights of him, but that's what I'm saying. I've like, I'm <laughs> you don't even know the difference between Charles Barkley. And Charles <laughs> no, I forgot. Barkley. No, I forgot who, what name you said though. I wanted to make sure that I said <laughs> the right name. Um, well, these these Charles Oakley is not a top player. I don't know who that is. <laughs> I, oh my god! Like, no, I know, no, I know who he is. I just like I, I don't know. He could be great. I don't know, dude. Basketball before like 2004 doesn't exist to me really. Yeah, it's an abstract contract. That's why I'm picking Dirk, just because I've watched the most Dirk. And Dirk's awesome, too. Yeah, he is awesome. But I thought it was an interesting question, because Dirk has one championship, but probably less accolades than Barkley and Malone. Malone's the top scorer of all time with no championships. And Barkley just kind of has no championships. So I thought it was an interesting like little dynamic. Yeah. I feel like Barkley's the most skilled out of the three and can carry the team the most. But Dirk's Malone got needed shot, a, a pound foot. How many, yeah, how know, many shots do the does... Malone and Oakley have named after them. <laughs> Do you ever Probably think of that? None. Exactly. Point. But Dirk. who has the best? Who has the best nickname? Um, the mailman, Carl Malone. Uh, the mound, round mound of rebound, Charles Barkley. Or I don't even know what Dirk's nickname. Is. I don't even know that's how you another, knew that's Oakley's nickname. That's another big factor. I've never heard someone say that. My Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> 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 you are you have low basketball history now. No, nah, not at all. Uh, you have nothing. You got nothing. See, this is this is why we have a great this is why we have a great dynamic because yes, you don't watch I any agree. current basketball, and I watch all the current basketball, and <laughs> you, I don't know anything that happened before two thousand and five, and you do. <laughs> well, there you go. You, I feel like you and know more about thing. basketball like in like the nineties than current basketball. Yeah, because I have to defend. I have to defend against you know. The haters. I, I protect the game. That's a, I'm, I'm like a I'm a I'm a time traveler. I, I I go back in the future to to defend the present. You know I'm a I'm like a vigilante. I'm Batman of think Batman mixed with uh, you're Batman, Batman of future. LeBron James. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly what I am. Batman mixed with Back to the Future, and actually I'm gonna write that script now. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! No, but the other thing is, you have to eliminate Malone because he he dates fourteen year olds, and that's not even a question. Mm. That's not even. I'm not even judge. I'm like not judging him for it, but I definitely one hundred percent. Who do you think banged the most moms out of those three? Uh, models, moms. Oh, moms. Well, definitely not Malone. He goes for fifteen. That's what I'm saying. I'd say I'd say Barkley currently. I'd say Dirk all time. I think Dirk all time too. Yeah, Dirk. I don't know why. I just feel like but in Europe, you're just, just he's just cleaning up San, the moms. San Every European right mom out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, the, you're, you're, he's got all, Europe all to himself. Yeah, I know. And especially Ger- Germany. You know. Yeah, there's not it's one a, mom in Germany a, that unreal. hasn't been banged by Dirk. Every mom in in Germany is dropping their lederhosen for him. <laughs> you know. 
But you know, you know, Barkley nowadays is ripping through San Antonio. He's nagging all those San Antonio women just to just to nail their moms. You know? <laughs> the nagging. That's, that's just no. There's no way. There's saying. no way he ever dates anyone <laughs> from San Antonio. <laughs> all right. So speaking of me watching a lot of basketball nowadays, I think I make up for my lack of basketball uh, past by basketball History? future. Oh, <laughs> okay. Cool. No, but you, we, we sound like the uh, you know the Christmas. That's what I was going for. That's what I was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. There I just go. couldn't think of the name of that show. Um, <laughs> I think I realized I have a sickness. A sickness, Dave. Why? I why? watched all the summer league games of the Celtics so far, and like I was reading articles the other day about the summer league, like a recap of the game that I watched. It's also oh, yeah. summer league. Yeah, Who you're the way fuck too. Cares? You're way too into nowadays this is the thing though instead of watching summer league you watch some documentaries of the past this is the thing though i don't even care i remember the game was on and i was like i don't really care about this summer league game because we traded all our prospects Uh for uh malcolm brogdon so it's like a bunch of guys that aren't gonna be on the team anyways and then i turned it on and then i couldn't stop watching dude it was awesome (laughs) were they playing well um kind of we also Hmm. the second summer league game the most chaotic thing of all time the refs would just go to the monitor and then just change the score completely because they had it wrong. It happened <laughs> twice. The Celtics were... Are they just in training or something? Uh, I mean, yeah, I think everyone is. Like, the scorekeepers, the refs are like... It's like young refs, young scorekeepers. Oh, okay, okay. But, like, they... You see Richard Jefferson? Yeah, He's he ref a second quarter. What's up with that? I, they're just What's having fun, dude. Also, do you know what I found out? You get 10,000 Summer League. No. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? Oh, I would be hacking. Yeah, the one guy in the Celtics had like we seven. We join the summer league. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? How did you not found out? And then I found out you had 10. I, I just don't think they want anyone in foul trouble. Yeah, that's fine. That's actually really cool. Though. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, the NBA is always so forward thinking in these things. I love, I love when they do stuff like this. I know. Wait, actually, I have a point about their forward thinkingness, but okay, I just want to get some it. summer league thoughts off real quick and see what you think about them. Okay, let me One, hear, let me Golden State Warriors were starting Kaminga in the Summer League. Isn't that disrespectful? That man just contributed to a title. He should get the yeah, summer off. He just t- like he did a lot for that t- title team. It's not that like he was is, on the bench. Super disrespectful. But more, this is my main thought about Summer League. Wait, was Wiseman or whatever playing? Yeah, he was playing. That makes sense. He didn't play at all last year. How is he doing? Is I don't know. I heard he wasn't that great. I'm interested about him just because he's supposed to be such a big prospect. Yeah, no, I, I declared him a bust two years ago, and I'm sticking to my guns without yeah, watching him play basketball. I don't like that, James. I don't like that. You don't like that I'm declaring him a just bust? Just imagine if they drafted. No, I don't like I don't like when anybody's declared a bust because I love, you know, I'm, I'm, all, I'm a big hype guy. Yeah. You know, they, they had such a great team and then drafted like a top player. I think it was like third. Top yeah. picks or whatever. Yeah, third or whatever. So that means, that means what, what could have the Warriors have been? If they drafted, I don't know even. Know I don't know. Apparently, he's bust. still supposed. Like the hype is still there. It's just me that's calling him the bust. No one else is calling him a bust. The hype right, is still right. there. Dave. But uh, I, th- I feel like you're you're right on the whole bust thing. <laughs> I've, I've watched him play like ten minutes of basketball. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I think you're right. I, I have to. I have to say. All right, but this is this is my main thought about summer uh, league. It should be treated like summer school, instead of like, <laughs> instead of the people that are just young like being in it. Like if you this yeah. if you aren't good you should have to go just like school. If you did bad you should have to go. Like you lose your summer now. Now you have to go play basketball. It's, but how do you declare who who can who has to go? I thought of the, the perfect team. rule. It should be revolved around shooting. It's just because of the modern NBA. Like if you can't make shots outside of fifteen feet, so like Draymond, Ben Simmons, all those guys got to go oh, play. You got to learn yeah. to shoot. And you can't have fun in the summer until you can shoot the basketball. It's the modern NBA. That is good. I'm trying to think of other people that can't shoot. But a lot of people can't oh, shoot. Oh, that's really good. You should have to. Like, it should be oh, like I a test. That. It should be like a test like in school. You should have to make like a certain amount of 15-footers or three-pointers. And if you make a certain <laughs> amount of those, then then you get to have your summer back. You get to go party and relax and do whatever oh, you want. I, I, I love that rule. That's hilarious. Right? That is so funny. Because I was just Ben Simmons would be the most tired person of all time. <laughs> I was just like he would never he would never have any time off. No, he shouldn't. And you you really shouldn't. You shouldn't get time off until you learn. <laughs> especially if you're gonna be a point guard position. Maybe it could be like yeah yeah like you know those like fitness tests when you're oh, like yeah, per position. Yeah, yeah like yeah, an yeah, athlete. Yeah. Like when you're like one of those fitness tests. So like it was like different for like the linemen obviously than like the wide receivers because they're faster. Yes. Like that's how it should yeah, be. Yeah, like yeah. you should only have to make a certain amount if like. And then at, le- at the very least, you would have to get Ben Simmons to admit he's a power forward and not a point guard. 
And that would do wonders <laughs> for the Nets and the league in general. Yeah, you have to start him. You have to start him a certain – if he doesn't do his time in the summer league, you cannot start him at point guard. <laughs> you cannot handle the ball for like a certain amount of time in a game. Yeah. That's forward thinking right there. That's what I'm that's, saying. That's what you got to do. So speaking of the forward thinking, so the NBA has made it official that the play-in tournament is going to be a thing every year, or at least for the next couple of years. Ooh. What, okay. what do you think about that? I like the play-in tournament. I love it. Wait, it's only like one game anyways, though. No? Uh, two. Well, four. Oh, wait, one on each side. No. F- right? Uh, what? Three on each side. Wait, what? Because ten plays eight seed, uh, seven plays eight. No, ten plays nine, se- eight plays seven. I said that all wrong. You son of a douche. This, okay, this is, this is the Hold most, up. no, 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 no. This is the most angry I've ever been in my life. I'm last fucking living too, dude. <laughs> last week or a couple weeks ago, you yelled at me because I didn't erase enough memory on my phone, or on my, on my thing, and it shut off in the middle of our, whatever. We just redid it because you hung up on me, because we're doing this virtually, and then we finished this podcast pretty much all the way through, almost, and now we have to redo this whole half. So if I, it's not as fresh and as clean as you normally used to, blame James. No, no, no. It's going to be fresh and clear. I figured out my audio issues from last time doing it at home. But sometimes when you figure out audio no, issues, no, you have to delete 30 minutes of a podcast. That's how it works, dude. <laughs> That's how it works. Dude, I'm so, it's so funny because if you could have played the clip from you doing that same intro where you called me a son of a douche, you yelled at me for... <laughs> but that was all I did was hang up and that was just like a five-minute kerfuffle. We figured that out, then did another 30 minutes of podcast. Then my computer crashed. <laughs> Gone. Gonzo. No podcast time, for you. Every well, time not for I you, lead the production, what happens? Clean, uh, no, that I know. Clean as a whistle. Dude, and now my uh, professionalism, the little I had, is out the window. Because I used to, because I know we're filming this for TikTok. Am I even filming? I can't see the sun setting in my goddamn eyes. Yeah, I'm recording. <laughs> I can't see the fucking thing. Well, also, I mean, I wish we had a video podcast because we would have just came back in the middle of a sentence and I'm wearing sunglasses uh, now. Because it's legit because I can't see. <laughs> well, guess what? We're, we're back with a bunch of energy because I'm ready to just finish this episode and end it all. This is a honest. long episode for us. This is a okay. long episode. No, this is what this I is a know. Marathon. I know we were talking about the play in tournament because you're like that's one game on each side, which you're wrong because you're dumb. Um, you're dumb, dude. <laughs> you, you, we just lost thirty minutes of the podcast. It's three games on each side. The play in tournament. We did a whole thing about it, a whole bit. It was great. It was awesome. Moral <laughs> of the story is it stays. Basketball's good when you get eliminated if you lose. Basketball's that's the good gist. when you have pressure. When you have pressure. Yeah. Why? Why would you ever want less games with less pressure? It makes no sense. It's like the NFL has 16 games, and every game feels, even though even though football blows, football, football has blows. pressure every game. You where? Why would you eliminate more games of that? That's why you need to keep the playing game. That's what I'm saying. We, and the, maybe honestly, to higher stakes, kill your worst player. You have to kill. You have to choose to kill one of your players off. Once you lose a playoff game, uh, that's, that's a little too I extreme. Think, okay, okay, <laughs> kick them off the, kick him out of the NBA then at least. No, I don't think we should do that. But what's good about <laughs> it is that it's usually the young teams that are in the play-in tournaments, which is great because they're exciting, they're fun, they get a little bit of playoff experience. There's air quotes up there if you can see me, just because it's not <laughs> real playoff experience. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, it's kind of the atmosphere. You get the atmosphere. Yeah, you get the atmosphere. I mean, I think it's good for the game. I think it's great for the game. I, I, I'm I'm big for rule changes. You know that. Speaking of things that are possibly good or bad for the game, depending on who you are, they just passed a bill, or they're not. They're not <laughs> a bill. They're, they're not the government. They don't pass bills. <laughs> they uh, they said so. I don't know. They did something where they said that next year might be the start of a midseason tournament. How do you feel about that? I think it's a very controversial topic. So you start, Dave, because that's how controversy we need, goes. We need a mid-season tournament. We need some high stakes. We need some, some uh, live bodies in, in mid-season because, you know, 82 games, it drags. Let's be honest. I love it. I love it all year round. But no, you don't. It drags. Yeah, you're right. I only watch the playoffs. But <laughs> end the Christmas game. Do you, do you know? <laughs> did you ever hear the Jeremon quote of him saying, like, there's 82, season, or 82 game players and 16 game players? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a 16 game fan. I'm a sweet 16. I'm yeah, a baby. Sweet 16. I'll f- give me that. Uh, uh, same thing with March Madness. Once I hit sweet 16, I'm in. Anything else? You know. That's crazy. I think know. I'm the opposite with March Madness. 
<laughs> the 64, the 32 is the most exciting part when there's games on every three seconds. And then when it gets to, like, down to the actual good teams, I'm like, I don't really care anymore. And I kind of stop watching. No, but it's too much. There's just too many games on at once. No, it's I know, like, but I just like the chaos of it. There's just, like, some random white kid who's, like, from Iowa who's never played actual <laughs> basketball before. He gets a buzzer beater three for some reason. Somebody beats a good that's, team. It's craziness. It's chaos. I love that. Um, that's why they call it March Madness. Boom. Wait, so what do you think about this uh, in-season tournament? I love it. I love, again, like I said, I love anything that adds to the game in more pressure or more whatever. You just got to figure out a way to to make it, you know, worthwhile and have some stakes to it. Some That's what I was going to say. How do, you think, some, how do you think you would make the players, if you were the commissioner, how would you make the players care? Without killing I anybody think, off. No killing anybody off. <laughs> All right. Oh, sorry. I got to restructure my whole argument then. Um, I'd, pro- I'd probably say you have to do something with the playoffs. And uh, I think maybe along the lines of an all-star game in the in the MLB where you get home court advantage, maybe the winning team of the play-in game or the of the in-season tournament gets home court advantage no matter what seed they end up, which would be pretty interesting. I feel like. I feel like that would be interesting, just because like I feel like it wouldn't mess up the playoffs in general, just because it's one team that gets. Because you still want the seeding for the uh, path, for the easier yeah, exactly. path. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, the the one seed will still get the easiest path to the finals. Just also, I wonder you know, if they don't win that. If you win the, like the mid season tournament, if it would make sense to come in like third or fourth instead of because I think those middle seeds have the easiest path usually. Ah, or just like tank. What if they just tank? No, no, because you don't want to go all the way down because you don't want to play the good teams. But that's why I think the yeah, middle because I be do. The best team. I do think the, that's not true. I feel like if it's just like a 16-game tournament like March Madness, like anything could happen. It doesn't have to be the one team. <laughs> Especially if there's injuries and stuff midseason. You never know. Yeah, true. true. But like if you're like, I think the 2-3 seed usually has the easiest path. The only problem why people don't want those seeds is because you want home court advantage when you do play that one seed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. that's. So yeah, I'm saying like if you win that and you know you have it, then you could like finagle the matchups and try and get the three seed or something. Yeah, that's the, that's the other thing I don't like about something like this too. It's like, there's like, uh, there could be some tanking, some strategy to get lower seeds. I don't like that part of it. It has um, to be balanced somehow. I don't know what the reward would be, but something like that. But I just don't know. I don't. It's hard to. It's hard to say. I think that they should use the midseason tournament if they're not going to f- think of actual stakes that matter to just yeah. uh, test out some of the new rules, some of the crazy I would stuff. Love that, like the. Like the three-pointer thing that we talked about last episode, you only get to shoot that 15 threes sick. in a game, 20 threes in a game, whatever the number is. That would be fun for a game. That would be sick. Also, what if they make it totally... You know how like the football... Or the football... Oh, wow, that was bad. <laughs> Dude, I sounded like I never watched sports in my entire life. The football, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know how the NFL is on Nickelodeon now? And like leaning into like the, the kids' space? Yeah, yeah. What if they just make it crazy? Like you just like spin something in the beginning of the game and those are the rules for the game so sometimes it's a four-point line sometimes it's the three-point thing or it changes every half just sometimes make it you get slimed you know in the middle sometimes of the game. you get slimed like it's just <laughs> like they just make it like totally nintendo version like i was just That'd like i was like picturing those blocks and like mario when you hit it and it spins and you get something <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah like it's Power like boost. that yeah it's like that but then like you can only shoot 15 threes this half Everyone, that's a lot under, for everyone under 6'3 gets those trampoline bounce shoes. <laughs> they get heelys. <laughs> I don't know how yeah, that would help. Heelys, yeah. Because you can't travel. Sick. You can't travel if you're not walking. No, right. the sickest Euro steps of all time. You just slide all the way down the court, <laughs> take two steps. Giannis would be unstoppable in heelys. Oh, yeah, he would be. I bet one you, dribble. He, he seems like a guy. He seems like a guy who wears heelys and, and wears one of those spinny hats with the twirler <laughs> he on top. He does seem like and that. And chews bubble gum. And chews a lot of bubble gum and blows, blows big bubbles. He's like, he he's like the biggest. He's the... He's the most grown-up kid of all time. Giannis, yeah, a hundred percent. But oh, I, that's yeah. what I—I I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this midseason tournament in general. I guess. Wait, this is a question I have for you about this midseason tournament. Does it okay. count? Do, like, is it does it count towards your record too? Like, how does it even work? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, it just—is it just a, a tournament? In I don't. Which, I don't like, think they have the like team, it. But I don't think they have it hammered out yet. Yeah, it just seems like a strange thing. Yeah, it would definitely be tournament style, I think, like single elimination. Yeah. I think. I wonder I if you could do something with a draft, too. A winner gets some type of draft, I don't know, more more draft balls in the lottery. That would be cool, because then it would be a good team that wins it. 
yeah, usually. Yeah. And then, like, you might be able to get in the lottery. That would be kind of crazy. Yeah, that'd be... That'd what if be it just gives the winner the chance to get into the lottery? And if you're that'd in the lottery, sick. it, like, doubles your chances of in the lottery. Well, because that would yeah, incentivize tanking, then. Um, if, you, like, you win it and you're not the best team in the league. Whatever. We'll figure it out. I don't know. Hey, yeah, we'll not my job. By the, by the next time this pod comes out, we'll become the... You know, we'll, we'll think of, about it enough and, and we'll contact the commissioner and, you know... We, we should we be the commissioner. Get, get you know what we should do? Not even should do. This is on my bucket list of things. Pizza parties you, every Sunday. Every Sunday night game. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like... No, for who? You know, uh, for the, for the pe- people who play on Sunday. Oh, okay. Just so you just the give two, them a pizza the party? Pizza party on the like center court. You know, they, the two teams eat together. Oh, that be nice. nice. Well, Very And you televise it. Yeah. Very awesome. And I feel like one of those... Like, you know, a kid in like fifth grade running for class president. Pizza, p- pizza every, every day. Recess, recess, more recess. You know, one of, you, those, one of those kids. So I know you're a big uh, bucket list guy. Bucket, oh, yeah. Bucket I'm hat big guy. Bucket list guy. Um, one of my bucket list items is to play in the All Star. Not the All Star game, the celebrity game. Play in the All Star? No, no, not the All Star. The celebrity, the celebrity, play the celebrity. The All Star game, James. The celebrity game. I most James, I'm sorry to tell you, you're going to kick the bucket before you cross that one off. The All Star Game, yeah, but I feel like I don't know. We can get into the Celebrity Game. <laughs> no, the Celebrity Game, yeah, yeah. That's possible. Funny, I feel like game. that's possible, and I think we should do it. I I think we could do it. I feel like they have celebrities in there all the time that aren't celebrities. Yeah. And we're not celebrities. But we can. But I, I, this podcast is going to make us celebrities. That's what I'm saying. What if we can get to a relevance enough where we're not actual celebrities? Like we would be the guys that they're like when people are watching. They're like, who the fuck is that? Yeah, they'd be like, these are the influencers that uh, <laughs> yeah. do this or whatever. We just need to like make enough friends with NBA people somehow through this podcast? Like people that oh, we could do that. Work for the NBA or something that where you where we get in a room with Adam Silver sometime and just ask him. Oh, we could do that. I heard been in who, a room with Adam Silver is, already. What's that? Oh, I have been in a room with Adam Silver. That's true. I should have asked him. <laughs> God damn it. You should have. What's that? Oh, this is going to sound What's that one comedian's name? Brad the the Stevens. No, the short guy, the short guy. You know who Brad, I'm talking about? Yeah, the midget guy. Yeah, he played yeah, in yeah. the All-Star game on someone's back, another comedian's back. No, he didn't. <laughs> yes, and the reason they got it is because they were just in a room with Adam Silver and asked him. That's hilarious. But he's, and kind of, Adam he's, Sil- he's a celebrity. No, I know. They were like more celebrity. They were there for an event. But I'm just saying, yeah, they, yeah. They, just, they just straight up asked him. It was like, hey, one of our big goals is to play in the celebrity game. And Adam Silver's like, yeah, we don't really have anyone that ever wants to play in this. Come on. Oh, Really? <laughs> Kind of. I mean, no, it wasn't that easy. But they needed somebody for like the week, and like it was like months in advance. I guess he just like yeah, kept it in crazy, mind. Though. It feels like I feel like they. I don't think anyone wants to do that. Really? Do they get paid or something? No, they don't get paid. I would totally want to do that. It's Ball like out against Snoop Dogg this, and Justin Bieber. So this is the thing: it's celebrities that like basketball. So like yeah. Jack Harlow and like all the rappers that play basketball in their free time that want to play in it. <laughs> You know what I yeah. mean? And then it's like the celebrities that will like be us that aren't like famous at all. They're just like I actually want to be on TV. Those yeah. are like the two, I'm, two, qual- like uh, whatever celebrities that they get in that. I'm I'm so, totally down. I would I would 100% set the the record, the celebrity record for most rebounds in a game. <laughs> Let's be honest. I think you would. I think you would. <laughs> I would definitely get booed out of the arena for like blocking those girls that don't really know how to play basketball. <laughs> you would get, you would block everybody. It'd be some like influencer would. chick who's like five two, and I would block her, and I would, <laughs> I would flex on her, and I would scream, "Not would, my house!" You would be the first celebrity to ever get a technical foul and get thrown out of the game. I might one hundred percent. I would definitely try. Yeah, I would be. I, mean, I would be the first celebrity to take a charge or try. I don't know. I don't know if that's been done, but I feel like it probably hasn't been done. Yeah, probably not. And you know what? I'm, I was just thinking about this. I mean, this is off topic or whatever. I think you could block Joel Embiid. Because <laughs> he is now currently the most soft player. I always, I'm back and forth on this guy. And he's 100% solidified in my mind as the softest player of all time. Uh, Ready to hear this crazy this? news? Have yeah. you heard this? Uh, he, Joel Embiid news? No. He is now a part of Team France in the Olympics. I don't know how he did it. Embiid kind of sounds French, I'll be honest. I don't know. Do you think he just like applied and they're like, oh, that guy sounds French enough? Like, How did yeah, he get you're, in? You're, yeah, you're really good. Let's, let's, let's just have you. You know? I don't know how he did it, but he's probably French somewhere. He's got a little French blood. He's never lived in France. 
He grew up in Cameroon, which is like a poor nation, or way at least way more poor than France, and he just decided to play for France now instead of putting Cameroon on the map. He is soft, and I hate him for it. I hate another thing. Just add it to the list. Then he's going to be playing with Rudy Gobert and Mbappe. I always get that guy's name wrong, but the young kid who's really tall and going to be really good and probably the number one draft pick in 2023 draft class, that guy, they're going to be the three tallest players in the whole Olympics, all in the same team, and they're going to flop like the team's going to flop. He's going to fail. Is yeah. What I mean. they're not, well, I he'll hate, probably I flop I now it. that he's this soft. Oh, he's so soft, dude. What do you Brian, think is harder? He's got to even admit it at this point. Brian's bad that. probably right now. But what do you think <laughs> softer? Soft serve from McDonald's or Joel Embiid? <laughs> Honestly, it has to be Joel Embiid at this point. <laughs> he's not playing for Cameroon. First of all, Cameroon is one of the hardest countries. Yeah, for sure. That's the only reason and I respected him. Yeah, just exactly. He's from and, now, and now the fact that he's not even Cameroonian, he's just French. Do you have now. to like give up your citizenship? You should. If you want to play for you another have team, to. you have to give up your citizenship. You should never be able to be back in that country. I would yeah, never. for sure. If I was yeah, the president can't. of Cameroon, he's not coming back. No, no way. I don't know if they have no. presidents. They might. Kicking all his, if he has any family back in there, kicking them all out. <laughs> kicking them to France? I'm kicking off the, everything. Everybody that has... No, that's what I'm saying. You send him to France. You got to send his family members to France. Oh, you yeah. Just send take him, him to out. France. Yeah. Yeah. You just, send you, him to France. Yeah, because that's where you live now. That's that's that's. What, yeah. That's where you are. So this is... Uh, I, I, I actually have a Joel Embiid thing that I was thinking about this last week. We talk about Joel Embiid a lot, and I love it because I love to make fun of him now. Because <laughs> of the France thing? Left Cameroon. <laughs> you were on his side for a little bit in the playoffs. But I was, I was, because he played through injury. But now, who, who's injured now? The Cameroon, the Cameroon government. The Cameroon Olympic team's injured now. And that's all because of you, Joel Embiid. I hate him. <laughs> Go. Okay. What, what? This is what I was thinking <laughs> about. Why doesn't he get, like, more scrutiny for not going to the finals yet or winning a championship or, like, being good really yet? I'll I'm tell not you saying. Why. You know what? Wait, hold on. I'm why? not saying. I want to clarify. No, I'm not I saying. He, I know why now. <laughs> I'm not saying he should get scrutinized, but they do it with every other young superstar, for the most First part. First of all, he should get scrutinized. I'm totally <laughs> off board on this guy now. I used to like him. I hated him. Now I, I was on board with him again, and now he's back on my you know what list. It's shit list. Me. Yes, thank you. Thank you for being my, you know, you know that president, you know how they do that Obama. You ever see that Keen Peel skit where they do the, the, the guy who speaks for Obama in the background? You know yes. Do you know what's crazy? Yes. You're, you're my. You're, you're the my second person guy. that brought that up to me today. How crazy what? is that? Isn't that how crazy? Is, <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> I have no idea. And so this is why this is why Joel Embiid is not scrutinized because he's not that guy, pal. He is not that guy. Straight up, he's not that guy. You, do you do you complain that that uh, I don't know PJ Tucker is not leading leading his his team to championships? No. <laughs> do, do you complain that Patrick Beverly is not leading his team to championships? No, because they are not that guy. Just like Joel Embiid, I don't. He can say I, he can talk all he wants, but at the end of the day, he's as soft. He's softer than McDonald's soft serve, as you said. I think you're going a little overboard on this. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't think that's the reason. I think he is that guy. No, I, I'm exaggerating, but I think he's not that guy in in a, in a very real sense, like like Steph Curry. <laughs> very real sense. <laughs> no, no, but I'm being serious. Like Steph Curry is, is like the leader of that team, and he's the engine of that team. And LeBron is that. And the beats the engine of, the of his team. No, no, he's he's the engine, but he's not really. He, he doesn't. It's not a V8. He's more like he's not a V8. He's not a thoroughbred. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, being, I'm being serious though. He's not like the ball handler, and he's not like. The, he's the primary, you know, scorer and amazing defender and stuff. He's great, but he's not. He's not. I think as scrutinized because he doesn't have as much responsibility as most of those other superstars that get scrutinized, like a Damian Lillard or or you like know, a LeBron before he or, won or a Giannis. Yeah, Giannis. They they just have the ball so much. I think they are bound to get scrutinized just because you know they they don't necessarily need a, a good team around them to win. You know, to make it far in the playoffs, whereas Joel Joel needs like a lot of pieces to g- get him the ball and to create like you know other opportunities for other players on his team. Yeah, I guess I guess that could be makes sense because I guess yeah because I guess like Jokic hasn't got criticized yet 
and he's like a young, yeah, exactly. he's two-time MVP. I feel like he should be getting criticized. Not should, as in like I wouldn't criticize him, but like based on the how dumb the media is and the zeitgeist that always <laughs> has to push these narratives. No, but they do actually do they do scrutinize. I think both of them to a little degree, where they're like, "Oh, you're two-time MVP or your MVP runner-up." They're both bounced in the second round or whatever like that. Yeah, which is so I dumb mean, because like it's all like about a little team. bit. Yeah, like a little bit. I understand, but like. Like, Giannis used to get criticized so much before he won a title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they used to criticize his play style, his, that he should leave Milwaukee. Like, not even that, like, they criticize Embiid's, like, skill set. They're just, like, there's none of, like, those trade rumors that, like, oh, Embiid should leave here because they can't win in Philadelphia. You know what I mean? Like, none of that comes up, which yeah, I always yeah. find strange. Just for, like, every other young superstar, if you don't win in, like, the first year that you're really good, everyone's just, like, you should probably leave that market that team stinks. <laughs> or, like, no, that you're I, trash. Like, those are, like, the two things that always happen. Yeah, but I think the other thing with Denver and the 76ers, there's been a lot of drama around both of those teams. Like, the Nuggets with – the Nuggets are actually super young, and they're just, they're just coming into their own, I think. And they've dealt with a bunch of injuries. And then 76ers have dealt with, you know, Jimmy Butler being there, and then that big Al Horford contract, and then, and then Ben Simmons leaving. And there's a lot of – surrounding drama and I I don't think any of that is Jokic or Embiid's fault so I feel like the media kind of eases up a little bit a lot whereas yeah whereas like LeBron or or Lillard or whatever they've had pieces around them and they've controlled the game enough to get scrutinized in like that kind of way I don't know I guess that makes sense I just don't I don't understand it as we said earlier this is the 10th episode in a row and uh we're we're gonna we're gonna do something that we haven't done before we Gave each other lists to kind of, uh, you know, a top 10 list of NBA all-time blankety-blanks or whatever, you know? So I gave James the task of, of doing a NBA all-time fun players to watch list. Now, I, I think it's – James, you got to speak on this, but is your personal opinion? What is, what is this list based on for you? Okay, so my parameters for this list – as I believe was mentioned earlier in the episode, I don't really know when the episode cut off and restarted again, but I'm pretty sure it was before the cutoff. <laughs> but as I mentioned earlier, basketball doesn't really exist before 2004 for me. So <laughs> we're going to start there. Don't get mad when your favorite old head player is in there. Go fuck yourself. Didn't exist back then. Yeah, like Howard Johnson. <laughs> I'm sure that's somebody's 1964 name. 1964 player. <laughs> but also, Playoffs. another thing I want to make clear is I did try and do like the top 10 most fun or most enjoyable players to watch that I think everyone would enjoy. I didn't make it super personalized to me. Like, I mean, they're my opinion, this our boy thing, but I'm saying, like, if I was picking mine, it would have been, like, Marcus Smart at number two. Obviously, I love Marcus Smart. I love watching him <laughs> play. It's a great time. It's funny. You know, he airballs a three, then he hits a crazy three, step back on Steph Curry. It's, it's a fun time. It's a great time watching him. And then number one would probably be Isaiah Thomas. I'm just going to say that out there right now. That was the most fun I've ever had watching basketball during those years. But that all being said, I'm going to start from the bottom. I'm going to work my way up, just like Drake did. <laughs> Coming in at number 10 from the College of Murray State, now in Tennessee, Memphis. Memphis, Tennessee, that's what I'm trying to say. John Moran. Well, wow. I think. That early? Yes. John Moran, he's. A- that's super recency bias. Yeah, it's definitely a little recency bias. A little. But Fuck it. <laughs> a little. <laughs> no, I mean, he is the most entertaining basketball player right now. From last year and going to be this next year, he's by far the most fun I ever have watching a basketball player. <laughs> There's not someone that's more entertaining in NBA right now. And those are facts. Those I, are facts. I, agree with so, I agree with that. I agree with that. So if someone's the most entertaining right now and basketball's only been around for like – 20-ish years, in my mind, <laughs> he's got to make the list. That's yeah, how it goes. All right, all right, I like it. I like it. Okay, number two on the list, Vince Carter in his knee cartilages. Oh, <laughs> okay. Shouts out to Tyler, the creator. Um, Vince Carter. <laughs> no, he's a was, little older. That was Earl Sweatshirt. Ah, shit. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you watch, you Vince watch Car- Vince live? I, I wish I watched him live. Um, a little bit. Not much. A lot of it is highlights. Okay. okay. Highlights stuck out so much they're that entertaining, kind of. Okay. I um, like that. I've watched him when he was a little older, which was still pretty entertaining. He was still like yam. Oh, yeah. When yeah, he was yeah. like kind of older. And then when he was really old, it was just cool to see him dunk in a game. Yeah, I saw yeah. him dunk and he was like 45, <laughs> it felt like. So that was cool. Um, 
But that came mostly from the highlights. 2K. I love dunking on people with 2K, putting my <laughs> nutsack right in their face with Vince Carter. So <laughs> he's got to be number nine for me. Number eight. This one's going to be controversial. I'll tell you that right now. Okay. People aren't going to be happy. But number eight is Dirk. Dirk is a great one, I think. Dirk, well, you think that because you, you love Dirk. Dirk. I love Dirk. Dirk was my favorite player growing up by far, and he's just so special in, in that he has that kind of you know take over the game. He, you know it's coming, and you can't stop it. I love it. <laughs> I know. I, that's why I felt like he was the first big man that I can like remember that was just like had like ball skills and was like shooting the lights out. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was, yeah, like yeah. It was very entertaining to watch, just like slow-moving white man still like pick apart the entire NBA. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But it, I just I said it was gonna be controversial because it, it's definitely not the type of basketball player I usually like when I'm watching basketball. Yeah, as you can probably tell from the rest of my list, he is <laughs> gonna be the slowest player by far. He's probably the slowest <laughs> player in the NBA, but that's not saying much. But everyone else can pretty much yam, like put their elbow in the rim for the most part. Like <laughs> oh, that's good, that's good. the type of player I find. You know that from yeah, growing yeah. up. Yeah, I like the small guys. They got a little grit. They'll dunk on you. They'll tell you to suck their dick, and then they'll go back and play defense. That's that's my kind of player. Okay, perfect. Let's hear the rest, then. Uh, I'm excited. All right, number seven. I lied completely. I don't even know if this guy can dunk. <laughs> AI, though, for number seven. Oh, AI can dunk. Not like, not elbows. Oh, yeah, I guess he can dunk. dunk. Okay, he can't yam, but, like, if you can't yam, you got to be, like, special dribbles and, oh, like, yeah. shot making. I love shot creators that can just... Usually yam, get downhill, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But AI, again, a little before my time in the fact where I like didn't really watch him a ton growing up. Yeah. Because I'm a Celtics fan. But I growing up in Pennsylvania, you, you still see a lot of AI. <laughs> you see a lot of highlights, you see a lot of him on TV. Yeah, exactly. And now and now he's taken over, you know, the internet and he's gonna rule the world one day. Yeah. I'm, honestly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. AI was super I mean, it, it's great to watch him like just be so small. He crosses out Michael Jordan because we all know Michael Jordan is not that good. <laughs> Overrated. <laughs> so number six on the list, Damian Lillard. Another one that's just surprising me. It, I mean, that it's your surprising? personal list. Yeah, it's to me. I mean, no, I love him and he's amazing to watch, but it's just I wasn't expecting it from you. I don't know why. I don't know why. You know what they say. It's five o'clock somewhere. It's Dame time somewhere. <laughs> If there's a parking lot that you could see, he could shoot from it. <laughs> that was a good line. I just made that one up right now. <laughs> but still, I don't I don't know. I just don't think I don't actually I thought about having Dame higher on my list. He was higher and then I thought of like better basketball players and I was like, I gotta lower him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I my initial list he was at like three. Like there's I don't think there's a more fun basketball player to watch when he has it going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't always have it going, which is why he fell down a little on my list. The other guy's a little bit more consistent consistent in the fun department. Yeah. But, like, Dame at the end of the game and, like, those playoffs a couple years ago when he was just, like, on top of the world. Like, that deep three wave him off. Is there anything cooler than that? No. That's no. the greatest highlight in the NBA ever, I think. Or what about the one where uh, against the Rockets? What about that one? And then they all pile on him and he's just, like, staring into the camera. Isn't that like, the same one? Oh, I was thinking that was the same one. No, I think it's a different one. Different one. Okay, two. Yeah, those are two of the best, like, game-winning shots. Yeah. I forgot that. I, I was thinking that he waved and then got dogpiled. I'm not going to lie. No, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure he didn't get dogpiled. I think the, the Rockets when he got dogpiled. Also, fun fact of the, the step-back one, the wave him off one. Yeah. Seth Curry was on the court. Seth, not Steph. Yeah. He was on Damian's team, Damian Lillard's team, in the corner, and he was turned his back to the plate talking to the bench because he knew Dame was going to take the shot. Oh, he was talking hilarious. shit to the bench. Like, he literally hilarious. wasn't watching the play. He was telling them that Dame's going to make the shot in their eyes. And then he made the shot in their eyes. And That's he like literally hilarious. just was standing in the corner, not paying attention. I That's thought that was hilarious. hilarious. I saw that before. That's amazing. I need to see that. Okay, number five. This one might be controversial for how low it is. We're going to get hate on the TikTok, but go fuck yourself, 12-year-olds. <laughs> I don't care. Kobe Bryant? Oh. Huh? Huh? Okay. All right. Thoughts? All right. Thoughts? Oh, for me, I, I mean, yeah, another guy. I didn't really watch too much, but I've, you know, I've seen the highlights. You know, I've watched a good amount of Kobe, and I think the part of Kobe that I watch is not my favorite, most exciting player. It's young Kobe. You know, I have an, uh, I love young Kobe. Oh, Afro. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Afro, on everybody. Kobe. That's my favorite Kobe oh, highlights yeah. of all time. But I did watch. I mean, still when he was like 
when I was watching him, he still he beat the Celtics. I watched that playoffs. I remember that. Yeah, he was um, annoyed with that. Yeah, I was, but like it was like still, it's kind of like the Steph thing that just happened. Yeah, yeah. like I couldn't hate, like I hated Kobe, but you can't hate Kobe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you yeah. can't. Like he was, it, everything he did was just so cool. Like yeah, yeah. The toughest <laughs> shot. Like that's just cool. Like it was fun to watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. Speaking of things that I hate that are fun to watch, LeBron is number wow. four. Wow, I love it. I love that. That's yeah. that's my favorite. That's my favorite of the list so far. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he made it higher up on the list than I thought he would, but yeah. I, like those just like. When he's not playing the Celtics in the playoffs, <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to watch. Yeah, it's just like every, it's prime everything. LeBron was just like it was awesome. Like there was just nothing you could do. It was just like great to see. Yeah, it's everything in one package. Great defense, amazing blocks, amazing dunks, amazing shots, and then also amazing passes, like Magic Johnson level passes, all in one. Yeah, like it was just I don't know. It was just like that was. I think that's also because like my not my peak basketball, but like some of the most exciting basketball I could watch is or remember watching live is like them playing the warriors yeah yeah which was like one of the, some of the most like the craziest series i've seen so like he's got to be up there on the list yeah definitely number what about number one number three i feel like you're not gonna think this is weird but other people might think is weird yeah okay. kyrie irving ah uh, that's not weird at all i think a lot of people no, agree with that too i guess so I mean, I just feel like he's taking so much heat in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. But you know, Kyrie was my favorite player, even when he was on LeBron's team. Yeah. I loved watching Kyrie, Kyrie, which is probably why I love those playoffs so much. Like Kyrie he is might be number one, honestly. On, he was like, number one on my on list for a little bit. On an unbiased list, on a completely unbiased, like you know, like from a fan's perspective, not from my personal opinion, he might be mm-hmm. the best to watch. I think so. He was number one when I initially made the list, and yeah. then I, he got bumped down for two. One I think you're gonna hate. One I think you're gonna love. <laughs> I think but, I know one. If one, if there's one that, there, if the one that I'm I'm thinking of is not on the list still, I'll be furious, and you know exactly. Yeah, what no, I'm no, no, no. I think you're good. Okay, I think you're gonna good, be okay. Good, you're, good. you're gonna be. I have a happy sunset sail in okay, here. Okay, good. I'm pretty sure you know what's coming. Okay, good. But still, like Kyrie was number one on the list. I, like, there's nothing. Do you know what? Do you remember that play where he spun between the two defenders? Yeah. You ever see that highlight? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have the cra- not the craziest story watching it. But like I remember, I was at your house. Yeah, you know, it was. I was in the like the dining room table area, which is kind of far, just for people's perspective, like twenty feet from the TV <laughs> that's in the living room. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, I'd say that TV might as well have been filmed <laughs> in the nineteen sixties. It was the blurriest <laughs> TV I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, it was. So it was. I'm watching the Celtics game. I think by myself. I don't even know if anyone was around. <laughs> but I'm watching this game. Kyrie picks up his dribble or whatever happens. Like, it's hard to see. It's grainy, dude. It's like watching Bigfoot footage on that TV from that far away. Like, you don't know what's going on. No. But from my perspective, it looked like Kyrie glitched through the defenders because it looked like there was no gap. And I thought it was a video game at first. And I was like, I was like, did he just glitch to the other side of him? And then, like, watching the uh, replay in the clearer TVs and on my iPhone later down the road, I figured out what happened. But for, like, a good – I remember running to, gr- like, go get you. I was like, you have – I was like, Kyrie glitched in real life. I was like, it's, we're living in the Matrix. Elon Musk that. was right. No, I straight up remember you saying the glitch. Like, I remember that. Yeah. It's like that, that, it like, that is just, like – he's just by far some most creative, most fun basketball to watch. Yeah, I agree with that. Number two, though. Russell Westbrook. Whoa, Russell Westbrook. I I thought you were gonna say him because I remember you loving him back in the day. Yeah, but also I, I kind of I I personally don't agree with it. But from like kind of a LeBron standpoint, he did he had some of the most amazing passes. I love his passing. I mean, those two seasons, the one where he won the MVP and the other one when he also got a triple double. Yeah, is like as I said before, I love that people that run yam. You know, put their nuts on your face and tell you to go fuck yourself. Yeah. Russell Westbrook embodied all of that. Yeah. While getting a triple double, he would just yam on people. And then, like when him and KD broke up, the fights that they would get into, they they would go like head to head. Remember, like fake yeah, head yeah, yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> he wore like the cupcake sweatshirt or whatever that was. Like, like it was just pure entertainment. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. I loved the Russell Westbrook experience until he got bad. Oh yeah, his, his um, trash talking was great, and he had some amazing game winners too. That I feel like people forget about. Yeah. He also has the uh, the Marcus Smart kind of love that I have for him. I don't know if that sentence made sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we're like, Russell can't shoot. We all know that nowadays. 
But like he would hit 30 footers to tie the game. Yeah, exactly. Which like also markets. Like he just has that thing where just like don't let him shoot at the end of the game no matter how bad of a shooter yeah. it is. It's going it. Like, I love that for some yeah, like, quality that people too, that yeah. can't shoot, but they're just like, I'm still making it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. And now he still does it, but he's just not as good and he misses <laughs> them all. Which is, whatever. Like, those, that Russell Westbrook era was like, that was like some of, honestly, like, for teams that aren't my favorite team, like, I watched a ton of Thunder basketball. Yeah, there you go. That's great. I love that pick. Number one. Drum rolls, please, oh, it everybody. Better be, it better be. Dave, do you want to say it? Prime Derrick Rose. Oh, my God. When you started with Prime, I thought you said, like, Brian something. And I was like, oh. who the fuck are you going with? <laughs> yeah. No, Derrick motherfucking Rose. Yes. We baby. all agree. That's exactly you what and me. I said. Yeah, of course. That's why Kyrie was first. And then I thought of Russ's season. And then I thought of Derrick Rose. And I was like, oh, Derrick yeah. Rose got to be my number one. You know it. I know it. He would have been the best player that ever stepped on foot of the basketball if he didn't have bad knees. I agree with that. Better than Michael Jordan and LeBron James combined. Greatest basketball player to ever live. Prime, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose does not have many posters, but somehow his he dunk package no is the greatest thing I've ever seen. It looks like he's at his peak of his jump, and then he floats like three more feet up and just it's one of the most incredible basketball players. And his finesse around the rim back in the day, all of those trick layup packages he had, his handles, his ability also to hit game winners, even though he wasn't that great of a, uh, a jump shooter. I mean, I will never, to, my, to the day I die, I think, witness somebody and have such amazing, you know, most intense entertainment playing in, the, in such a short span of time. Yeah, and I think I also had to give him the number one because I'm pretty sure he's, like, the reason I got, like, really into basketball. Exactly. Like, I, I always, like, watched basketball. Like, I watched Celtics basketball. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, that's what I kind of based a lot of this list on is, like, because I watch a lot of Celtics basketball. Like, who gets me to watch other teams yeah. consistently? Yeah. Which is why Ja was number 10. I've watched a shit ton of Grizzlies games <laughs> last year. I don't, like, if, if the Grizzlies are on and it's not, like, conflicting with the Celtics or, like, I just don't care about that Celtics game, like, I'm watching that game. If I'm watching a game that's not a Celtics, it's probably Grizzlies last year. <laughs> that's how, like, exciting he is. And Same thing with Derrick Rose. Like, I watched all of Derrick Rose's games. And th- this is the other thing, I mean, for me personally – I would never, almost ever buy shoes, just in general. <laughs> I remember and then, you and had then on top D Roses. I had like the first D Roses. I remember Because I was those. so inspired. They were black, right? No, they were all red. All red. Oh, all red. Oh, no, no, no I know exactly yeah, which ones you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yes. The I, I would ones. never buy somebody's shoes. And he was, he was like a, the Michael Jordan for me. He was, he was like the guy that, that just inspired me to like want to play more. And like, I don't know. He just did such magical things on the court. And I'll, I don't think I'll ever have that feeling again. Speaking of, like, the buying shoes things, like, I'm not a big sneakerhead. Like, I don't I don't think I have any Jordans. Maybe one pair. Yeah. I have five Kyrie shoes, I think. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Maybe that, four? That, like, I have so many Kyries. He might be your number one, then. But also, they're just nice shoes, though, too. No, I know. I mean, he, he is, like, my like the modern-day number one. Oh, okay. That's why, like, when I first made the list, he went right up on top. And then... I thought about it. I was like, I love, like, I watched so much Russ basketball. Yeah, and yeah. then D Rose. I couldn't leave D Rose. Once I remembered he was a prime <laughs> person once, I was like, he's got to go on my list. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. amazing. Okay. So we can do your list. So the, the top 10 list I gave you, because I think it will be perfect for you, All right. is the top 10 most dog in them basketball players. And is that how you took it? Yeah. That's, would exactly, you, would you, that's exactly what I did. Okay. I d- so I had, actually, I had trouble with number 10. My, my, like, eight down are completely solidified. Oh, I'm blinking red. Am I going to be okay? I'm blinking red, too. I'm blinking red. Okay. we gotta, we got to hurry up on this podcast. We're both Power out of through. battery Power because through. James messed up a hundred times, and now we're both blinking red on our batteries. Let's let's let, through, let's baby. get into this list so we don't both die. Now, I had a lot of options. I, w- I almost went Giannis, Jimmy Butler, all, a bunch of people for number 10 spot. But, but I decided to go with Bill Russell because I wanted to give a lot of errors, of di- you know, a diff- you know t- love. The only, the only error I didn't give me. was the 70s, which I really was like, I, I can't even name a player other than like Kareem, and he doesn't have dog in him, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> and uh, so I gave it to Bill Russell because what he beat, he, he beat racism, you know? He, that's <laughs> a lot of fucking dog. I that's a lot of dog. That, dude. That's a lot of that's dog. That's so much dog. He beat, yeah, you're right. He beat racism. He, he won 11 championships. I watched a documentary yeah. about him in his 11th championship, seeing the balloons, the, the Lakers thought they were going to win, and he saw balloons on top of the thing. He said, F that, I'm winning this game. And they were completely outmatched. The Lakers said it. 
Like the Lakers thought they were out, like they had the better team. Celtics thought the Lakers were the better team, and they still got dug deep, had the dog in them. Bill Russell had the dog in them, to, and to be a defensive like minded player that to win eleven championships, even though there was only two teams in the league, that's dog, baby, that's dog. And not, also, he not made blocking mention, cool. What? He also made blocking yeah, cool. He so made blocking like illegal. He made it like illegal. Yeah. <laughs> and on top of that, who? What other player in the history of basketball has enough dog into them to be a, a coach and a player at the same time? No, that's true. No, nobody else. Number eight or number nine. I have recency bias, but I think he'll maybe move down on the on this list. Marcus Smart. That guy has so much dog in him. He he's like my criteria. A lot of the times is is um, like kind of skill to to output ratio in terms of what a, what really a dog is, you know? Marcus Smart mm-hmm. is not the most skillful player, and he's not the biggest player, but he makes up for it in effort. All these players from here and down have put a lot of effort into their games, at least in their primes, you know? And Marcus Smart is one of the doggiest players out there. You know that. You agree with that, obviously. Oh, of course I agree with that. He should be number one, but go on. <laughs> Maybe in time he will. Maybe in time he will. But no, I have some dogs. I have some real dogs. The top three are like solidified. I don't think anybody will ever pass the top three. Uh, next, kind of on the same line with you, I got AI. He's small, but he's one of those guys who will attack anybody with no fear. He, like we said, he crossed the Michael Jordan even with even with his you know ethereal kind of status of of being a great defender and the best player of all time. And he was so young at the time. AI has so much dog. He stepped over Ty Lue, and Ty Lue is now a coach. You know, he retired Ty Lue. You feel me? So he's got a lot of <laughs> yeah. dog. Number, number, what is this? Six. I think you're going to be a little surprised with this. And I was surprised with this too because I was, I was kind of searching for players. You know, I'm, I just don't have them all off the top of my head. But KG, Kevin Garnett. Oh, yes, I oh agree. Oh, my gosh. Kevin that Garnett's man, so that much man, dog. amazing defender. Amazing. He almost went on my list. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's he's an amazing all-around player, but in terms of his defensive prowess, in terms of the amount of energy he brings to the game, he has to be on your top list. I mean, that's just – and a smack talk, what, what are you going to do? He's amazing. Another player that made both of our lists, Kobe Bryant. Mentality – Mamba mentality is a real thing, and that Mamba mentality is honestly all over, you know, Kobe Bryant. That's his thing, you know? His his mentality is pretty much the dog mentality, but just in a snake, you know, the black Mamba. I think – I think me? my I'm entertained by dog players. It turns yeah, out, yeah, but, yeah, me too. Uh, with the uh, crossover between these lists, <laughs> so uh, for number five, I went with Larry Bird. Now, to be a white man and to be on a lot of people's top ten all time list, you know you have to have a lot of dog in you, and Larry Bird is that guy. He's got so much dog in him for a white guy, and so much dog in him for everybody because he's top five on my list. Now, you hear a bunch of stories about him. I've heard of like Gary Payton and people talk about how he would tell you exactly what movie he was going to do to your face, two dribbles, and he's going to pull up. And that's exactly what he would did. And, you know, that's what happened. That's why he's a dog. He, and he was great at defense as well. And uh, he, he got a lot of MVPs and championships. And that's just, you know, some extra criteria, extra accolades that, you know, dog doesn't need, but this dog certainly has. Uh, number four might surprise you. might be a little low for a lot of people. I got Michael Jordan. Like like <laughs> everyone knows, Michael Jordan was kicked off of his high school team, and what did he do? He had that dog to become the greatest player in a lot of people's eyes. You know, no, he he was under. You know, he was he didn't have the skill obviously to make his team when he was when he was in high school. And now now look at him. You know, that's just that's dog personified, and you know, yeah. he has a lot of other skills. But and the argument kind of makes it sounds like he's one. What that he's what? That he should be number one. Why? Just put the argument you just gave. No, no, it's a good, from the high school no, greatest basketball player of all time. <laughs> no, but no, it, dog, the bro. dog has a big part of that. But it was more he has got a lot of skills too. Where these these the other three have skills, but most of it is heart. The uh, dog to me is is a lot of people who are undersized, underskilled for their position, and and make up for it with with strength and and heart. You know, and hustle, strength, mm-hmm. heart, and hustle. That's that's the those those are the those are the cornerstones of a dog. Let's be honest, you know. Merch number three, <laughs> number three. I got Big Ben Wallace. Ben Wallace is a six eight, literal brick house. This guy <laughs> could not score the basketball 
if you if he was playing on a Fisher Price hoop, right? This guy, <laughs> this guy had the best afro, the best mean mug in the history of the game, and he somehow still played on the court despite shooting 10% from the field. That's a lie, but whatever. And despite all of that, Ben Wallace locked up locked up Shaq in the finals. He at 6-8. He's just a he's just one of those guys who gives it his all and is such a defensive stopper that he he was able to play in the league for so long and and he's got so much dog in him. I mean, there's no arguing with him. I think at that position, he's just he's just insane. He's just insane. Number two, I got Dennis Rodman, the most mm, hustle hustle one. player of all time. He's also how much dog do you have, have do you have to have on you to wear a dress a wedding dress in public for pretty much no reason. And just, how much dog you know, do you just, have to have in you to make friends with Kim Jong Un? Exactly, exactly. How much? Exactly. That's that's a perfect point. He's over there chilling with the guy who's just like murdering everybody and like just silencing a whole country. That's. I mean, honestly, that's Kim dog. Baby. That's pretty. That's pretty much dog for Kim Jong Un. But to be friends with that guy is even more dog. I'd say, just to willingly go over there and just chill. You know, <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. He's just one of those absolutely insane minds. And he's, you know, he was part of the Bad Boy Pistons, won two champions with championships with them, and then joined the Bulls and that and that amazing trio to win even more. He's a champion. He is a winner. He's a hustler. He's a mother effing dog. And the one person that is the biggest dog of all time, and I don't. If you say LeBron James, I cut your head off. No, 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 no. Of course not. Okay. I, I'm I'm completely unbiased with this dog. I just okay. know the rules of being a dog, and this is the number one dog. Go on. This guy. Is completely unhinged. This guy would murder his own mom to win a basketball game. No, that's not that's not true. But he would jump in the stands and beat up a fan who threw a soda at him. And that's Ron Artest, aka Meta World Peace. He is the number one dog, amazing defender, you know, very limited in what he could do offensively, just like Ben Wallace. But he was so good and such a hustle player that he made it he he became one of the a, a really good asset to a lot of great teams and you know how many people are willing to jump in the stands and beat up a, a bunch of people just you know just because they disrespected him so that's that's quick, just that's just straight up dog quick counterpoint Marcus Smart also punched a fan i think he should be moved up a couple spots for that uh, he he'll, he'll have his time he'll have his time okay 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 but yeah that's all that's my list i hope you enjoyed the podcast james anything else to add I want this podcast to end. Not forever, just today, dude. Marathon <laughs> pod. Technology sucks. Um, <laughs> we have great lists. You know, give us some more list ideas if you're out there. Yeah, I don't know how you can communicate with us, but, you know, throw them out there into the ether. They might get here. Use carrier pigeon. I don't know. Thanks for listening. I hope you were personally offended because this was personally foul. You're...